0: I'm talking about in high school before we playing. We on Snapchat beefing. I'm talking about on Facebook just beefing because like the competitive spirit was so high.
1: Ball players, what's going on? It's your boy Arden here, bringing you into another episode of the Ball Players Podcast, where we connect with special guests from basketball culture to learn more about their life within the game. And I'm excited about this guest across from me because this is a brother who you see every Sunday doing it. Thug, thizzle on the field, catching tutties, getting yak who I be trading for Madden because I always need a solid receiver on my team. But most importantly, this is family right here. We connected a year ago in the cafe where we tapped in on the ballplayers pod and beyond. He showed love to 137 as well. And I'm excited that we back at it for another dope convo. Ladies and gentlemen, we got starting receiver Rashad Bateman of the Baltimore Ravens. What's the word, good brother? Pretty much. Appreciate it, all. Appreciate you having me. No problem. Thank you for pulling up. First things first, how you feeling? I'm
0: feeling great. Beautiful day in New York. Yeah, dripped out, work. ready
1: to go. I already knew the vibes from just a kid. <sighs> gotta That's have it on. Had, man. Gotta have it on. See the necklace. See everything good to go, bro. Pearls. Gotta keep the pearls. I've been seeing more athletes rocking pearls lately, bro. There's that one dude who I remember who used to play for the Braves. He dead wore white pearls throughout their whole World Series run, man. What is it about the pearls that y'all liking,
0: man? I don't know. I think it's just, uh, it just means something. It's a standpoint. You know, I feel like everybody kind of like wanted to wear jewelry chains, the diamonds chains. And then I don't even know who started this, but somebody kind of switched it up. So ain't nobody kind of wearing jewelry no more. Everybody trying to find finer details and art. You know what I'm saying? And pearls just happen to be one of them. That is a fact, man. And just to get into the podcast,
1: you know, Rashad, we have this question that we love kicking off the podcast with with our guest. And I know for you, you're a basketball fan. You're doing your thing on the gridiron, but you love the game. We've had some really dope talks about it. So to start it off, what made you fall in love with basketball?
0: Basketball lit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like football just kind of – football first favorite sport. I love it. But uh, basketball just got a different energy to it for sure. Um, more marketable sport, more exciting. Um but it's a lot of things I won't hit on about it. But uh, now that I'm here, you know, I can see the differences on both sides. But, uh, you know, basketball is just a, you know, a good-ran uh, organization to take care of their players. So um, so from my perspective now, I just look at it a lot different. And you see a lot of basketball players hip to culture, hip-hop culture, um, you don't really see too many football guys, you know saying, out there doing that. So I think that's the major difference, what made me fall in love with it.
1: Coming from where you come from, down south, South Georgia?
0: Oh, yeah, well, I just Georgia. wanted to correct that cause I remember yeah, you, South Georgia Not you, Atlanta, nah, nah, nah I remember you saying South, nah, Georgia, South Georgia You Georgia, was hyped yeah. up about that Yeah d-
1: Being proud to rep from the crib yeah. For you, right Playing sports In South Georgia And a, with basketball Being one of them What was some of your Earliest memories When you was touching the court
0: My first time dunking That's all I was trying to do When I played basketball That was my only goal How young coach. were you When you was dunking uh, My first dunk was in Ninth grade yeah. yeah, I was in ninth grade um, And I was in Lowndes County uh, A tournament with my team And Got my first dunk, and ever since then, I didn't look back. So, just start catching bodies after that.
1: There was a guest that we had on the podcast yesterday. Shout out to the homie Trey Got Bounce. Um, living in Jersey now, building up in Jersey, but he grew up in North Carolina. So, the one thing that he said, and I want your thoughts on this, whether you agree or not, was when he came up here to the East Coast, he saw how a lot of ball players up here on the court were more skillful, but down south, they're far more athletic. Do you agree or disagree with that?
0: Somewhat disagree, somewhat agree. Um, I feel like everybody around United States or across the world got the skill uh, to play basketball to do anything. I think down south is the mentality, uh, the way people think, you know, the way and what it means to them is different. Uh, the way they go about handling it is different because down south, that's all we got. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was like the mud, so everybody went hard at what they got going on, no matter if they was good or bad. And some people was horrible at basketball. But they made the team just because they had the heart and, you know what I'm saying, they played hard and fast, and, you know, just made this look like a basketball player. Because that's kind of what happened with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't practice basketball. I didn't start playing basketball until seventh, eighth grade. I had been playing football, like, way before that. I never practiced it outside of the court. I just used to go play to keep me in shape for football. Literally, my college coaches made me play basketball my senior year. Really? Yeah, because I wanted not finna play yeah and then i ended up playing, and we lost first round so it is what it is
1: <laughs> and i want to get into that because you know that was something i was really intrigued about talking to you about which is like the dynamic between football and basketball players especially when y'all in the same proximity because from afar and even up close when i was in school right there was either friendly banter or a legit rivalry like yo we're the better athletes, we bag more chicks than y'all, we're more successful, et cetera, et cetera. For you growing up, what was that dynamic like? Especially because you saw it from both sides. You hooped, literally, and you also was doing your thing on the field.
0: Basketball, definitely, you're going to feel like that man. You're going to feel like heen. You know what I'm saying? He heen. <laughs> heen. But football, you know, it was tough down where I'm from because like we weren't really good until my senior year. Uh, we was good in 06 and 08 i think it was and then like we went on like a dead dry spell until like 2018 when i graduated um but basketball was different like we won region like every year six years straight seven years straight state championship um games packed out football like we used to have more, p- more people at the uh, our basketball games through that our football games so our basketball games used to bring the city together that's really what uh connected our city so and even like now, like basketball players, those are Himes. All them boys feel like him. Like no matter if they're a starter or six man coming off the bench, you know. In football, this is it's very different for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: For you, other than yourself, of course, who was a ball player on the gridiron or on the hardwood that you was like, "No, nah, that boy, that boy's the truth." Like they nice with it. Who caught your attention growing up? Football or basketball, or both? yeah, football or basketball.
0: Basketball, they're different. I would say basketball, definitely LeBron James. Mm. Go, I don't care what nobody say. Greatest of all time, LeBron James, for sure. Uh, Football. I say football, I didn't really look up to nobody uh, growing up as a kid. I just loved football, watching it. Um, then when OBJ got to the Giants, mm-hmm. then it was just routes for me, like my like, swag, persona, you know, everything. Because um, I feel like I finally felt like I had somebody to look up to in the NFL that, I, that did shit that I was interested in doing. So uh, I would definitely say OBJ for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For you, and I'm happy you
1: said that as well, because I got a couple more questions for you, bro. When talking about swag, I feel like there's been this great evolution – of swagger in sports especially over the last 10 years right so it's like heck you saying LeBron I felt that because I remember being a 10 year old seeing LeBron rock the headband with the three or four rubber bands guess who dressed like that the next day <laughs> me like I had to do that or even when looking at the youth who at the time right when OBJ had the blonde hair and was doing all of that stuff and seeing how influential that is I, I I say all of that Rashad because for you right there are kids there are aspiring players who look up to you they like your sway. they see you with the vaser or they see you with that seven they see you with the armband how does it make you feel knowing that how you carry yourself leaves a positive mark on those watching you and want to be in your shoes one day
0: it's very important uh for me uh, I, my mom is still that in me uh, at a young age like it was to the point my mom like wouldn't even let us leave the house if we didn't have on the right fit or like if we didn't look uh pleasant enough to be seen with her or as a family you know what i'm saying not in a bad way it's just like uh you're not gonna go nowhere looking any type of way um so i, th- I kind of think that's where my fashion came from but also being down south it was kind of hard to actually tap into that because i grew up in a home where you know we couldn't afford to have that type of stuff so again older being here is definitely has impacted me uh because it's that's how I express myself nowadays. Because with football and sports, you can't really, you know what I'm saying, get your point across. You can't really say what you want to say or do what you want to do. Um, but with fashion, that's me. Can't nobody tell me what to wear. Can't nobody tell me what to put on. And for me, it speaks for you. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people across the NFL like take it that way. A lot of people across the league that put it that way. Or some don't. I don't know yeah. how they look at it, to be honest. But for yeah. me, that's how I look at it. It's me. That's how I speak. Um So, and I definitely hope it impacting the youth because everybody can't be no hooper everybody can't be no football player but everybody if you can walk you can put on fit you know what i'm saying it's gonna help your confidence it's gonna help you feel like something for sure Mm -hmm.
1: when it comes down to the competitive nature of one being from the south and i want to get into the competitive aspect of folks being from the south competing against each other are those state rivalries real Like, being a Georgia boy, do y'all really feel a way about, man, somebody from Florida, somebody from the Carolinas really think they got it, us like that? Is that real? As a a naive New Yorker, I have to ask, because it seems like it is, but at the same time, it may not be, but I really want to know, like, is there that true rivalry between states for how y'all compete and what type of pride y'all be on? Uh, Yeah,
0: that's real. Like, you can call it, like, some people call it hating, some people call it competitive, but, like... Growing up down south, this is how we competed. And it just even wasn't with other states. Like, my biggest rival was Cauca County, Mochi. That's 30 minutes from me. I'm talking about in high school before we playing. We on Snapchat, beefing. I'm talking about on Facebook, just beefing because, like, the competitive spirit was so high. But, like, right now some of those guys are my homeboys from Cauca County. Call them, text them, say what's up. Um, but back then, you know, even to this day, we'll be like, we got it. And even state to state, it get real bad, especially Georgia, Florida. Like that's a whole another discussion for a whole other day. Of course, because yeah, that one get heated. for
1: I, real. And I gotta say, I was very happy that you mentioned beefing over Facebook. That really made me happy. going to yeah, lie, I remember sure. them days, man, man. The status updates, yeah, just wanted to see who got what. Looking forward to it like it was pay per view. Bro, I think so I, I might really be the only. only that.
0: Ever, yeah, I think I might be one of the only NFL players that still use Facebook i still be on Facebook. See, you, uh, we, we don't got time. So
1: you're going to lead us down a rabbit hole <laughs> talking about, like, all right, how many NFL players are literally on Facebook? Yeah, like, we, that's we,
0: crazy. I bet none. I bet, like, it's rarely any. But, like, at the same time, that's how I keep in touch with, like, what's going on back home. You know, keep in touch with my people back home because mm-hmm. I'm not going to have everybody on every other, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, social media platform. But Facebook, that's where. And Facebook lit, man. You <laughs> might <laughs> you might find someone there. You never know. So you got to keep your eyes open for sure.
1: Last question I got for you, bro. At the top of the show, i you, what made you fall in love with basketball? The last question is, what keeps you in love with basketball?
0: What keeps me in love with basketball today is, I would definitely say, like, the the hip-hop culture that it brings, mm-hmm. because being from the South, I'm from Georgia, but I grew up in a country town, small town, so I didn't really get hip to hip-hop culture until, like, I got to Minnesota. Um, and it's crazy, because I'm three hours from Atlanta. But, like, yeah. growing up, I didn't go to Atlanta a lot. I went there for, like, AAU tournaments of basketball, mm-hmm. or, some type of sporting event. Um, but so now when I watch it, you know, it's guys putting on fits. It's guys stepping out. It's guys are rappers. It's artists, you know, doing different stuff like that. Um, and I think that's definitely what keep me in love with it because you don't see any football players doing that. You got to be like that guy in football. You know what I'm saying? You got to be OBJ or you got to be Stephon Diggs, you know what I'm saying, to create that type of motion. By basketball, it just kind of like, you know what I'm saying, that that comes with it for sure.
1: Rashad, thank you so much for being on the ball players podcast, Brody. Yeah, thank greatly you appreciate, appreciate you yes, man. Sir. appreciate you. Ball players, thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of the ball players podcast where once again, we tap in with special guests from basketball culture to learn more about their life within the game and beyond. Make sure you check out our special guests. All of the info will be below. Make sure you check us out at Ballplayers Across Socials. And again, we're brought to you by 1.37 p.m. where your curiosity will be fulfilled, whether it's sports, collectibles, music, fashion, or the whole shebang-a-bang. This your boy Arden talking to you. Talk to you next time.